0: Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Welcome to episode number 37 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Sam with Fouser Consulting. And I'm Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. In this episode, we're going to share some of the great creations from your restaurants. And yes, Drew, I'm going to say it again. This is my favorite segment. This is Taken and... Uh, who doesn't like a good sound drop from Liam Neeson?
1: I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career. All right, so Sam, what is your take in this week?
0: So Drew, uh, as, as hopefully folks saw on the Facebook, I was um, heading up the international division of Fowler Consulting just recently. And I got to go to... I'm going to say this wrong and Mike Simister is going to be mad at me. So hold on. Give me a second. I went to Vancouver Island to the city of Victoria. And apparently I called it Victoria Island on the Facebook and Mike corrected me. So thanks for that, Mike. But I was on Vancouver Island in Victoria doing a three-day workshop with Mike's five stores and then three other franchisees sent folks. So we had about 22 folks over the course of three days. And we were talking about handling the rush and doing PRP pre-rush prep. And all of a sudden Mike was talking to some of the other folks from the other stores and he said something that just totally made my jaw drop to the floor when it comes to thin crust and I'm thinking to myself, you know, how much prep could you possibly do for thin crust? But Drew, this is this is going to blow your mind. Maybe. Maybe it won't. But what they do in his five restaurants is they take a look at their prep report and they look at their menu sales by hour and they figure out how many thin crusts they're going to sell from four to eight. And then how many they're going to sell from eight to 12. And at the beginning of the shift, they take that number of thin crusts, they put them in a bag, they date it, they put the time on it, and then they leave it in the walk-in cooler until it's time for it to come out. So during the rush, when you need to go in and get the thin crust, it's already separated by how many you think you're going to need over the next four hours. And with that eight hour shelf life, you're going to be in great Way shape good. with. Yeah. Yep. And it's already got that date and time stamp on it because we did that when we didn't have to make pizzas. And I don't know about you, Drew, but I'm a big fan of making sure we keep that thin crust within its shelf life so we don't get those burnt corners. But the other thing is, you know, I've, I've worked some rushes and there's a chance that I've pulled thin crust out and not time stamped it because there were pizzas on the screen and I wanted to get them in the oven.
1: Okay. So first mind blown. I can't believe after all this time, I never thought to prep thin crust other than like open the box. So thanks for that. That's why we do this segment. Second, my favorite pizza and and I'm going to weird some people out, but my favorite pizza is a thin crust with cayenne sauce, cheddar, beef, and jalapeno. Yeah.
0: um, Here's good news. If, um, if we're traveling together and you order that pizza,
1: you're not going to have to share it. I'm, I'm, that's uh, okay. So it, it comes from a long history of some of our listeners will know this. The more you're in a store, the less you smell of the product. And so I got to a place where I couldn't smell anything, and therefore I wasn't hungry, and I knew I needed to eat. So I would throw one of those pizzas in, and man, you could smell it through the whole store. All that that fiery cayenne goodness, the jalapenos. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, I'm not in a store right now and I can smell that. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, beautiful. that is, yeah, that is, uh, Oh, it's some fire. It's, uh, here's the catch. And this is why I mentioned it. I ordered it two clients ago. I had this drive, like an uh, hour drive from where I was ending with the supervisors to where my hotel was. And I was late. We'd been in a store a while and I didn't want to stop anywhere for dinner. So I just ordered one of those and I was driving. And every corner, every bit around the edge was burned.
0: Hang on one second. Thin crust around, aren't they? Yeah, every, every well, corner, every corner uh-huh. when they cut it. Yeah, you know, when they cut it. When I'm they cut with, it. Yeah, I'm kidding. But every, I always think it's funny. Corners I think it. it's funny that we mentioned corners
1: on a, on a circle. Yeah, but I know, anyway. I know it is. It's not. <laughs> I'm going to completely 100% guess that if you prepped it the way Mike and his team told you with in the bags in a four hour shelf instead of the eight, I'm just going to guess, completely guess you have no more burnt edges. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, obviously we need to make sure we get that sauce border to spec, which Correct. is to the edge or up to uh, a quarter of an inch. Preferably. I like to be at an eighth of an inch so that when it bakes, it gets to the edge, but it doesn't get into the oven. But yeah, I mean, you know, what's, what's, what is It's like 75% water or something crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, if they're out too long, they dry up because as much as we want to seal the bag up and as much good intentions that we have, it just doesn't happen. And they start to curl and crackle and burn. And that is not a great domino speeds experience.
1: So because, because we are masters of taking an idea and, and next leveling it. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Tell me more. Couldn't you do the exact same with dough? Couldn't you put your your stacks of dough and label it and date it. And I'm going to pull dough at two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock. And here are my stacks already set in my walking. And all I got to do is pull them, whatever, uh, at, at noon, at two and at four for two and four and six. Like, I couldn't, I set my walking up like that, take 15 minutes and, and have, have it so that there's no guesswork. There's a big piece of paper, pull it two o'clock good at four o'clock till six o'clock or whatever your dough is for that day. Like, like I could do that for my dough every day. And how long is it going to take you to, to set up your dough for the day? Sam, what, five minutes? Well,
0: and I think that five minutes that you spend before the rush is going to save you exponentially during the rush. I mean, I don't know about you, but perfectly tempered and perfectly proofed dough makes my job easier. It makes it more fun. And it makes me a little bit faster when I'm making pizzas. So I'm probably going to save that five minutes I took to get my dough ready during the rush over the course of making 50, 100, 200, 300, 400 pizzas, depending on the volume of your particular restaurant.
1: And Sam, who, who would have to do this prep? Does it have to be the manager? Does not. Oh my gosh, they could delegate that? They could. Holy cow. So if they delegate it, They're not doing the work themselves, but the work gets done. And then when they need it, it's done already. So it's easier for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, crazy talk.
0: That is crazy. And, you know, just in the spirit of our new teasers on that virtual training event we're going to do, we're going to talk about delegation and my delegation matrix. You're going to want to tune in for that.
1: Ooh, I gotta admit, this is, this is really high end to you, Sam. This is like three episodes in a row of teasers. This is amazing. I'm taking a master's in business and, uh, trying to become a better
0: business person. That's a load of crap. It's just, uh, you know, I think it works. All right, cool. So here Huge we are. Fan. So, uh, thin crust taken from not only the stores, but from an entirely different country, Canada, if you're listening, Mike Simister. if you're listening and, um, uh, just a, a little sidebar to this particular taken, Drew. I, as soon as he said it, I started writing it down on a piece of paper so that I wouldn't forget to do it in the in the next taken. And Mike, in fact, said to me because he's uh, he's a friend of the show. Mike says to me, "I expect to hear this in your next taken." I hold it, held up the little note I wrote, and I said, "Oh, you will, my friend." So, Mike Simister, uh, this taken is for you. Look at that! Everything in
1: life comes full circle, Sam. Isn't that right? What about you, Drew? Uh, what are you taking from uh, the restaurants? This one's going to be kind of interesting. So just bear with me for the backstory, real quick. I happen to have a Zoom call, Thursday night beer with an ex team member who used to work with me at the building. We haven't been able to get together since I stopped working there. And we just decided it was easier to just hop on a Zoom call, have a beer, and just chit chat.
0: There you and go. Just so,
1: yeah. Beer, really beer in nice. a Zoom. Hey, and, maybe we should start a segment called beer in a zoom oh my god that'd be amazing
0: beer in a zoom with fresh brewed beer from the helmholtz brewery and the two knuckleheads
1: drew and sam drew and sam talk beer in a zoom that got progressively worse the more you talk but let me continue on it just so happens that this person also is on the smart recruiter project and so he gave me a couple tips and a couple tricks and then he destroyed my world sam Uh uh-oh So here's, here's, I'm going to share the destroyer of worlds with you now as well. Okay. So in smart, in smart recruiter at the end, when you publish, it says, where do you want the, this job rec to be distributed to? And it's this long list of air quote, you can't see me because it's audio free job board and all, all your rec goes out to all of these job boards. And I use the word free advertising. And I was quickly destroyed by my friend. And he said, no, 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 Drew, it's not free advertising. It's just posted on the website. I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, it's distributed. It's not advertising. So let me explain for our listeners what that actually means. Explain it to me because I'm, I'm, I'm in the fog right now. Right. So, so I was for a moment as well, but follow this logic for just one second. Let's say there are 10 ads on a job board for positions, right? And, and it's us and McDonald's and Taco Bell, right? The way the ads get posted is if you did not pay anything, it's a free posting. They get posted in the order of the last edit. So if you haven't changed your rec in a month, but I changed my rec last week, my rec goes first, your rec goes second. Cool. Gotcha. I'm following you. Now let's take those 10 ads and add in the other 10 people that paid a penny for that ad. They go ahead of you. The other 10 people that paid a dollar for that ad, go ahead of them. The other 10 people that paid 10 bucks for that ad, go ahead of them. Your free ad is just on the job board underneath everybody who paid, everybody who paid recently, and then anybody who edited more recently than you did. Which means, and this is where my world was destroyed. I thought if I republished, it jumped it back up to the top. If I didn't edit the job in any way, it didn't. It didn't do a thing. It just sent it back out. The algorithm looks and goes, it's the same job that was posted and it doesn't move it. So for the listeners, that means if you have a job that hasn't been applied for in a while, What I've started to do is I take the word part-time or full-time. So let's say I'm hiring for a part-time pizza delivery driver and I have it at store zero one two three four. I take part-time and I move it in front of or behind the zero one two three four because that small edit, the algorithm picks it up and it'll move it up to the top. And that way, at least it's at the top of the free distribution. All the paid stuff is still ahead of me, but at least I'm at the top of the free now. Wow. That's awesome. Broke my heart, Sam broke my heart because I I have been doing a lot of work and have had many conversations with people and that part never came up that you have to edit the job wreck and that it's still just at the bottom of the free like once you say it out loud it makes total complete sense sure but, but oh you, my gosh
0: I mean this goes with everything we talk about though it's important that if you want to continue to progress in whatever it is you're trying to do, you've got to be a lifelong learner and you've got to surround yourself with, with people that know more things than you do. And, you know, like Warren Buffett said, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're You're in in the wrong wrong room. room. Yeah. 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 So, (laughs) you know, awesome kudos to you for, for doing zoom and a beer with somebody that could help you help your clients even more. You know obviously, people that are listening to this that have had you do some work are like, "Oh, dang, but you know we're sharing it listen we don't we don't know everything, and we are constantly trying to learn more and you know me with Mike Simister learning about prep and thin crust after forty years, and now you with with your pal and learning about editing these things to get them back up to the top of the free ones. This is why you do things like listen to this podcast. This is why you do things like. Surround yourself with great audiobooks or pick up a physical book and read it. Even though our business has not changed a whole lot in since 1960 when Tom delivered his first pizza, it changes a lot. And there's always more things to learn. And there's always ways to develop your people. So I don't know. I just feel like saying this is the reason why Taken is my favorite. It's just we, we cover so much ground in this. And it continues to make the point over and over and over again that the smartest people in the world consider themselves lifelong learners. And there's always something we can learn. And I think it's just fantastic that we can learn stuff from the folks around us in our brand. And as as we get ready to have thousands of Domino's pizza people converge on the rally in Las Vegas, you know, Vegas is a fun town, obviously. Lots of stuff to do. Some some stuff you shouldn't do. But networking is the key to having a successful rally. You know, Domino's Pizza is going to put on a great show. There's going to be great breakout sessions. There's going to be great general sessions. And all that stuff is hugely important. But it's been my experience to the tens of rallies that I've been to. The most exciting moments are the ones afterwards when you're standing around with four franchisees and there's... 5 million years of experience and we start swapping stories and what are you doing to make your stores better? So that's fantastic. And Hey, if you're going to be at the rally, if you happen to be going to campus, Palooza, there might be a really tall guy and a, and a shorter guy with a table there. Drew and Sam talk training. We are. I thought you meant Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know what? I like that. difference. might be right. Cause that makes me, that makes me Kobe. Yeah. I, I yeah. will take that reference any day. Um, so yeah, we're going to be at Campus Palooza. We're going to have a little uh, booth there. You can drop by and see both Drew and I. And um, right. I know I'm going to be hanging around for the rally as well, Drew. I think you're going to be. If you see us, if you see us, stop by. Tell or you know, tell us what you what you think of this silly little podcast thing we're doing. If there's something we can do to help develop your team, man, both of us would just love to do that. So. Dude, taken. I, I love this thing about the smart recruiters and, and going in there and just making a silly little edit to get you to the back of, uh, to get you from uh, the back yep, to the top, yep. to the front, to the top. Yeah, that's amazing. Nicely done. That's awesome. I try. It's little things.
1: I don't like the thin crust impacts tons of people. The smart recruiter won't help you today, but oh my gosh, it might actually get you an applicant this week or next week that you might hire. So yeah, huge fan of both. Sam, how is it that we, uh, oh, hold on. I don't want to dock the boat. Oh my gosh, that's two in a row. Uh, let's, let's review real quick. So we have thin crust prep in four hour batches before the rush. And Thank you, smart Mike recruiter. Simister. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Simister. And we have smart recruiter taking something in the description and moving it to make it an edit so that it pops it back up to the top of the free boards that it's distributed to. Yeah. So with that, Sam, close us out.
0: Hey, listen, gang, thanks so much for listening. We'd love it if you shared these episodes with your friends, like them, follow us and subscribe. And on that whole subscribe thing, really subscribe, subscribe today. We are so close to a milestone number. It is making Drew and I both giddy because we just can't believe uh, all the positive feedback that we're getting. And that subscription number would be amazing. This has been episode number 37 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I'm Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And I'm Sam with Bowser Consulting. Go out, sell more pizzas,
1: and have more fun. That's all, folks.